Welcome to the Wrestler Fave Audio Podcast. What's your name? Alexander Hamilton. FJD. Your name is? Michael Davis, and your name is? Uh, I think Rick Davis. <laughs> Once again, the Wrestler Fave Audio Podcast is your avenue of looking at the world of faith through the eyes of sports entertainment. Today, Big Rick. We are going to talk about a very special thing that happened at our worship center. I want to talk about it. I have revealed some very important moments of my pastoral career through the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast. And this quite possibly is the proudest moment of my faith career. I shared with you for the first time, Big Rick, my completion of ordination on the Wrestler Faith Audio Podcast, talking about the board of directors of the NWA and talking about how they picked their champions and how one day in the Pasadena, line. California, a new line. champion was was picked. I've talked about changing territories and have sh- shared over the Wrestler Faith Audio Podcast, me changing territories, me going to a new worship center to become a lead pastor. But today, Big Rick is quite possibly, MCD today is quite possibly the, my most favorite and precious moment that has happened <laughs> in my career as an ordained pastor. MCD. When we were talking about recording this podcast, I asked you a question, and I want you to answer it again because you knew. Can you please share with the view listeners about the night the line was crossed? The line was crossed eventually. The new chaptain was born, and then he filled the belt in the French, repainted it, and broke it in the process. Yes, that was the MCD rendition. Big Rick. Can you share with the view listeners about the night the line was crossed? Back in the olden days of the 1980s and 90s. Early 90s. Early 90s. There used to be well-known in the wrestling world territories. The main group of territories was the WWF run in the New York Territory. And then all the other territories in the United States were connected under the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. One of these um, groups under the NWA was Eastern Championship Wrestling. And one night on an episode of Eastern Championship Wrestling, the new champion... The new NWA... New NWA champion raised his belt up high, threw it to the ground, and stomped on it, and grabbed the Eastern Championship Wrestling belt, and said, this is the most, this is the thing that matters now. This is the ECW title. So, now, for uh, one more level of explanation, on that night, at the 2800 Arena, at the time known as the ECW Arena... Shane Douglas and Flash Funk were in the finals of a tournament to crown a new National Wrestling Alliance champion. Shane Douglas wins, 
beats Flash Funk. Shane Douglas holds the belt above the air, and he proclaims the names of the past in the in the honor of Dusty Rhodes, in the honor of Kerry Von Erich, in the honor of Ric Flair, in the honor of Ricky Steamboat. Flash, uh, Terry Funk, Flash Funk, <laughs> Terry Funk, Jack Briscoe, all, Harley Race, all of these great champions. He showed honor to them and then threw the NWA title in the trash because it was time to spark a new era, to spark a new tradition, a new era and a new pr- tradition that became Extreme Championship Wrestling Big Rick. Explain to EC Dub. EC Dub stands for Extreme Championship Wrestling, run by Paul E. Dangerously, otherwise known today as Paul Heyman. He, Tommy Dreamer, Shane Douglas, um, who else? Robbie the Dudleys. Dunn, the Dudleys, RVD, the, the Sandman. The Sandman, Sabu. 911. <laughs> These are all people. Cactus who- Jack. Yes. These are all people who helped run and performed in ECW, 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 Extreme <laughs> Championship Wrestling. That was very much the new flavor of wrestling that would very much influence a lot of the matches and styles we see today. They were known for, it's said in their name, they're more extreme style. There's a lot of foreign objects used, a lot of crowd work. Is very much something out of the blue that you weren't expecting that just showed up on your face, came up to you in the face and was like, fight me. And then they hit you with a chair. <laughs> or uh, some people like to call that match the best match ever. So it, 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 it was birthed out of a history from Frontier Mountain Wrestling. It's a Japanese promotion that had death matches. Uh, but they brought that more hardcore style to the United States. And it was just, it was always a pivotal moment for me in the history of professional wrestling to have the franchise player, Shane Douglas, hold up an image of an outdated history and throw it away so that a new path could come along and spark something new. The, the hardcore wrestling image of ECW was very transformative, and it was something that actually helped end the Monday Night Wars. Because, do you know what promotion was so inspired by the shenanigans of ECW that it actually transformed their product? WWE. Exactly, MCD. WWE was transformed by what was going on in in ECW because what was once known as the Attitude Era was birthed out of ECW. A lot of new things, a new path has been sparked because of that. So, let's talk about that narrative for a moment. A person holding up the image of what once was an established history, an established present, an established ruling body, and tossing that established image to the side so that a new movement could come that would save the product. ECW sparked the Attitude Era that sparked the Monday Night Wars that sparked 
a very hot period in professional wrestling. All because one night at the 2800 Arena, Shane Douglas took an image of the past, threw it aside to spark a new future. Big Rick, lately you've been the theological uh, standard in wrestler faith media. I'd like for you to take a few moments to compare the happenings at our worship center. And remember, we don't say the name of our worship center on the podcast. What happened? What happened? Under our... Under the United Methodist Church, there's been a lot of controversy over the fact and decisions and arguments on whether or not we should include LGBTQI plus people to be pastors and have jobs under the United Methodist Church or be welcome to the United Methodist Church, etc., etc. <laughs> Honor score. E Corpus Doom. Good day, sir. <laughs> or yeah. I'm gonna say like I did. Why are they listening to the old okay, Testament yeah. when they should be listening? Let me let more MC, to let me, new, let MC okay, do first. I, more to the New Testament that Jesus Christ created the perfect world when people really knew how to work together. Our church right now is listening to the Old Testament. And that Our denomination right now is listening our, to the Old Testament. Our denomination is listening more to the Old Testament than Jesus Christ himself. Holy moly, kid. That is amazing. Talking hey, AGD, can you, can you clean that up a little bit? Go ahead and start back where you stopped. Yeah, so yeah, the church has been the very big argument because a lot of people are more old-fashioned, more cons- more conservative, and they believe every word that comes out of the Bible is straight fact. And they kind of that sometimes blurs their view of actually reading it and analyzing it and trying to figure out like what it actually means. Fair enough. So I want to clean up a little bit of something that you both said. And I, and I want to point out the importance, the significance of Shane Douglas honoring Rick Steamboat, Dory Funk, Terry Funk, Jack Briscoe, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair. I want to talk about the significance of Shane Douglas honoring all those people. The Old Testament is not bad. The rules of the Ten Commandments are not bad. We have to have a foundational point that gets us where we are. I will share with you all, the Monday Night Wars don't exist. If not once upon a time, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes were fighting each other over the World Heavyweight title. I would venture to say to you that once upon a time, the significance of Antino Rocco fighting Gorgeous George for the NWA World Heavyweight title was significant to get everything to this point. So the Old Testament is important. But we also have to look at the new way. And the new way, as MCD shared, is Jesus Christ. So, Big Rick, continue. Yes, so this weekend we took a vote to decide whether or not we wanted to be representatives of 
the New Testament in following in Jesus' footsteps and letting all people be welcomed here no matter what, whether they're for or against certain things, politically, socially, anything, no matter who you are, you're welcomed here. And that's, like, yeah, I was like, that's our statement, right? We made a statement to join in with a group called the Reconciling Ministries Network. And the Reconciling Ministries Network is a collection of churches that have vowed to be welcoming congregations to accept the presence and participation of LGBTQIA plus individuals. And we also, it's a network of people that have vowed to support each other through that process. Yeah. It's not just us trying to welcome individuals in our worship area, but it's also us trying to support other worship areas, trying to do the same work. Opening a place at the table of Jesus Christ for LGBTQIA plus individuals. So here's the image that I had on Sunday. And agree or disagree with me, we can work through this and process it. There was a moment that I had in my mind, and I this literally happened. I had the image of Shane Douglas holding the NWA title over his head and throwing it in the trash and picking up the new title of Extreme Championship Wrestling. And that moment was when our worship center, all voting bodies, all voting, voting persons, passed a 97% vote in favor of becoming members of the Reconciling Network. So, Big Rick, how, how does that work into the image of Shane Douglas? It it, it, it fits in perfectly. We, it's us acknowledge, we are still acknowledge, we still acknowledge everything that came before us, but this is us saying, we're going to start a new path, and we're going to go, we're going to do our own thing with other groups, with other people, and we're going to start our own, we're going to, how do I say this? We're going to we're gonna pave another road. Thank We're gonna you, start MCD. promoting ourselves and not letting us be identified in the bigger group. We're gonna, yeah. You're nailing it, cause now I want to add in something else that Shane Douglas said. So keep keep saying what you're saying. We're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna just be identified. Oh, they're a part of the UMC, so they must blah blah blah. Yeah. We're gonna say no. Yes, but we're a part of, we're our own, we're part of the Reconciling Ministry Network, so we don't, so we are our own thing right now, separate, still apart, but separate. Separate, but connected. Yes. Yes, and that's a very hard thing. There's a there's one phrasing that Shane Douglas said in his interview, uh, when he, just before that he threw the NWA title in the trash. And it was, I refuse to be past a torch that died R.I.P. 10 years ago. He refused to take the image of the N.W.A. Because it was a promotion that tried to stick to its own standards, its own image, its own expectations, and was refusing to move with the times. And if they kept moving in that direction not only would there not have been an ECW, I'm telling you right now, ECW was a spark that that started the flame of the Attitude Era, that started the nuclear explosion that was the Monday Night Wars that revived professional wrestling. 
I'm telling you, if Shane Douglas didn't kept the NWA title and kept those NWA standards, professional wrestling may have gone down do- in flames. May have gone down in flames. Fair MCD. But cause what we know is professional wrestling now would not have happened. There would not have been a Monday Night Wars. There would not have been a resurgence of of interest in professional wrestling and holding on to the old standards and the old ways. There would still be professional wrestling right now. It just wouldn't it be. would not be what we know as professional yeah. wrestling. So how do you feel that that ties into this? Um, MCD. I'm going to say right now, as our church right now, we're being that wrestler. We're throwing that down, but still honoring the past, but making a pave to the future, but making sure that we're trying to stay together as a group in a way that is careful and kind, that we can always watch their back of each other. Like, if someone said no, we'll say no to them back, and we'll and we're willing to step in and take the hits. Good job, MCD. Big Rick, how do you see the correlation in all this? I, yeah, it's making the new path. It's, we're evolving with the times. Because as you... Whoa, I'm sorry. Did I just use this? Ev- I'm sorry. Evolution? Evolution? What's that? Evolution! <laughs> that's, a, that's a faction, my friend. Yes. Yeah! We're changing with the times if you're so old fashioned some old fashioned stuff stays cool music old music's cool but if you're not changing like okay like music if you're not changing over time it's gonna lose its flavor like music you know yes yes like beetlejuice they're adding in new flavor that makes it funny at the same time you can learn from it and come out happy. AGD. People's interest and ideas change over time due to people standing up and saying no to things that they don't feel comfortable around. And that sparks people either following or going against it which sparks different things which just builds on each other which, which can either be good or bad. It could be good, like the example, like music or the wrestling. Just like, ah, it's like, no, I don't like this music. So we're going to make our own music and it's going to be heavier. It's going to be softer. And there's different genres for other people to relate to and to get involved with. And like wrestling, it's like, no, I don't like this style. Ooh, look, this is more cool. This is more my flair. High flying gymnastics, cool. Whoa, technical. That's awesome. You know, or if, like if you don't and you just say the same over time, everything else is going to revolve around you and you're just going to be this rock standing everywhere and refusing to change and everyone's just going to kind of walk over you because they're trying to go towards the change. You're just refusing to move. Wow. You talked more than MCD sometimes. But that's very fair. And the one thing that I need to keep going back to, that I need to keep reminding both of you of, we do it within the respect of the history. Yes. We don't completely 
push away the history and the foundation of what's important. No. Even you, though that we are starting to go a new path. You gotta remember what but came before you. See, the whole point of this whole thing for me is that we don't stop worshiping Jesus Christ. No. And we don't stop worshiping the path that Jesus Christ set. And we don't stop worshiping the expectations that Jesus Christ set. This whole movement for me and the blessing of becoming a worship center, a part of the Reconciling Ministry Network, is the reality that I see Jesus Christ as a person that called us to go into all nations, to go into every nation, to share the gospel of Christ's grace. And within going that path... We have to not become the people that say, we'll take the gospel of Jesus Christ to everyone except. And no. that's that's the change that has to happen. That's, that's the respect of the history of Jesus Christ's reality and pushing things to a place that everyone truly has a place to hear the message. The United Methodist uh, slogan is open hearts, open doors, open minds. Yeah, we can't just be like the half-open door, like, oh, well, we're cool with you. You don't like this, so no. You, you're just you're just everyone. It doesn't... Yeah, like I was saying before, nothing matters whether you agree with someone again or not with politically, socially, bookly, I don't know, biblically. Just, you're all doing... You're all calling for the same thing. <laughs> um, basically, so... There's a building in the middle of the moats. The building in the middle is our ministry right now. The moat is going into it, and we have to find our way out that peaceful that we can all do together and work together. That is absolutely <laughs> amazing, <laughs> MCD. You are absolutely right. We have built a moat around ourselves that it's hard for people to get into, and it's hard for us to go out of it. My gracious MCD is the theologian of the day on the Wrestler of Faith Media Network. That was awesome. And we have to create this bridge, the Reconciling Ministry Network, that makes it possible so that everyone can find their place. Kid, you... She is nailing it today. No, You're getting ready to lose your spot as number two on no, the you know, wrestler of face it media. It was bound to happen. Yeah. You'll be number three. And then Shane Douglas threw aside the NWA title. And then the, the spark was lit. That, in my opinion, created a raging inferno that made professional wrestling hot again. So that's our hope with what we did. It's our hope that this is the spark that's going to make a raging fire that at least, at the very least, where our worship center is, becomes a place where anyone, anyone, any person can move with Jesus Christ. That's the Wrestler Faith Podcast this week. Your name is Awesome Theologian. <laughs> MGD! Your name is... I'm just here. I'm just along for the ride. Your name is... The guy that has no control. Have a week. <laughs>